Are you doing this work to facilitate growth or to become famous? Which is more important? I fuck with what y'all got going on and what y'all represent. You know what I'm saying? We want people to leave greater than they came. We want people to leave with an aha moment. Because black people don't like going to therapy. Right. Y'all made therapy cool. Yeah. And you got an elder on social media talking about relationships. Like, that's not something we see all the time in it. The concept of it, you know what I'm saying, basically address a lot of issues that, you know what I'm saying, our community got. Toxic traits, you know what I'm saying, past trauma. And it ain't shoved down your throat in a, in a you know, politically correct way. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of scrolling. If I can go to Shade Room, I can go to Full Circle TV. Welcome back to another episode of Relationship Goals, the podcast, where our goal is to encourage our listeners to do the work, be able to have those hard conversations, and cultivate healthier relationships. Relationship Goals, the series, is a series created by Full Circle Television featuring people in romantic, familial, and platonic relationships, opening up about the joys and tests of their relationships as they navigate through life. This week, Ashley, Austin, Marcus, Crystal, and the Gusters sit down with us and talk about dating with children. Sometimes you have to press that reset button and say like, okay, wait a minute, pause, like, I'm not there no more. And people change, like, and that's the beauty of life is, like, you grow, you develop, and you evolve. And I think sometimes people grow apart because they're not taking that time to say, like, okay, wait a minute. Like, I still love you. I'm still me. But this is what I like. Got the magic happening. Girl, the feeling is great and I'm loving it. Hey, we got the magic happening. Everything that we need, everything that we pay, girl, the magic's happening. And the feeling is great, and this feeling is great, girl, the magic happening, happening, it's happening. Um, when I met Michael, I came into the relationship with my daughter, and at the time, I believe she was three or four, and so... I feel like me and Michael and his family actually like put me at ease for him to be around. Like at first when we talked about moving in together, it was kind of like, like, like how this gonna go? But being around like his mom, Michael is the oldest boy of six kids on his mom's side. He's the only boy, rest our girls. On his dad's side, he's the oldest of five kids, all our girls except for Michael. So knowing that he had like this relationship with like his sisters and when I went around them, it was almost like, it's almost like he dated like a bunch of women because like they expect so much from him. Even to this day, like they're like brother, like they don't even call him Michael. They say brother (laughs) and like they just like, I'm gonna ask my brother or like some are like, I'm gonna have my brother walk me down. I was like, what about your daddy? And like, I don't care. Like I want my brother. Like they depend on him so much and just seeing that dynamic and type of relationship he has with his sister, like with his sisters, like that made me just even more comfortable with him being around Asia. And they clicked right away. Like even to this day, like they pick on me and gang up against me versus like me and her being on sides against him. Yeah. So the transition for me, I didn't. He didn't want nobody with nobody. 
Yeah, so <laughs> before I met her, I was just like, like, like I never wanted to date somebody with no kids. Like, but he wanted 10 baby mamas, though. Like, that was his goal. Like, who has that goal in life? <laughs> but, yeah, so my, I never thought, like, I would date somebody with kids. So, when I met her and we were just talking, she was like, oh, I got a... I think you told me to day in the car. Like, oh, I got a kid. I was like, oh. Because I want to be up front. Like, but it, when I you was come with me, it's us. Like, you yeah. got to accept us. So I was shocked that I wasn't like, right away, like, I'm done. You know, like, or, you know, I wasn't going to be serious. But I, I just never had that feeling. We just kept going. And uh, when I met Asia, she was just, she was super smart, super nice. And I didn't know this was a concern for you. Yes, yeah, this is my first time hearing it, like, like, oh, when we move in together, like, uh, because I had so many sisters, it was just, like, a natural thing to me, so, I treat my sisters like, they my kids, they all the same, matter of fact, all my sisters, except for a few, are the same age as my kids, mm -hmm. so, I always treated them like, they was my daughters, so, Asia just kind of fell in line, and it, it worked out, so, yeah. I think she's closer with me than she is with you. Whatever. And he's so like overprotective. If anything happens, he's like, for example, something to happen at the school, he'd be like, I'm about to go up there, like, relax. We're gonna call, okay? <laughs> like, pipe down. <laughs> I mean, yeah, why wouldn't you? So, and then when people ask, or people say a lot of times, like, she looks just like you, and he'll just roll with it, like, yup, she sure yeah. do. So, yeah, like, people don't even know that. Because people don't know that's my stepdaughter. Because I don't say, like, oh, this is my stepdaughter or this is my, my bonus daughter, whatever they call it. So I just, like, this is my daughter. Yeah. So people just be like, oh, they look, she looks just like me. Like, oh, yeah, I know. How I transitioned in this relationship with Austin, being that he has a child, is basically I'm just open because I, I mean, I've been a teenage girl before. So I'm kind of like open to, you know, his parenting styles or things that you know he do with his child um, I just feel like he's super intuitive um, with her um, like I say he pays attention to me so I know he pays attention to her he just super like you know affectionate um, and I think that the way that I transitioned into I just paid attention to you know their relationship because I feel like it's super important for me not to get in between that, um, being that she is not like a younger child, she's a teenager and she's 17. So I feel like she's close to adulthood and how she would view me. So I'm always cautious about the things that I do in front of her or the things that I say because I'm always worried about how she's gonna look at me being that I'm dating her dad. Um, so I think the transition was more so like, let me just, you know, slide in there easily without trying to mother her or parent her because that's the worst thing that I feel like I could do is try to say, like, you know, this is, that's me, I think. This is, um, like, my child and that's my man, so you got to listen to me. Like, I feel like that's the worst thing that you can do with a kid that's 17 years old. Like, yeah, she's very helpful. Um, so I feel like, you know, it's just going to come naturally and I mean, we had our one long talk without him around, which was kind of beneficial to me. Um, but 
I think the transition is actually smooth. Smoothly for me, I would hate for him to have to taint it with certain things that you say, <laughs> like if I ever go in her room or something. But because um, she's totally against that, so she's like, "Don't go in my room. It's like her sacred place." So, I, and I'm cool with that. You know, I I don't want to invade her space or anything like that. But I'm definitely, you know, more interested in why she's at that part or space. So, the transition was smooth. For me, it was more so like how I transitioned into being in a relationship. I just wanted to like keep the doors open, the communication lines open, like with my daughter, like how she felt, um, with like a new person coming in to our space. Um, I kind of like more so relied on like, uh, well I shouldn't say more so, but I relied on like my gut and then just keeping the communication open with my kid because like when I was a kid growing up, like uh, seeing my mom's different boyfriends, like I really didn't care like too much of how like they looked or like how they was as long as they like made her happy and like didn't treat her wrong. So I'm thinking like, or you know, like, and that is a different time, but like I wasn't expecting that person to be in my space or like messing with me at any type of way. They was just there solely to make moms happy. So like I usually, I kept that going. I, I assume like that would be the same thing with me and my kid. Like uh, as long as uh, my significant other is making me happier, you know what I'm saying, not causing stress, I'm thinking she cool with it. So like that and me just staying open with her, like, hey, you know, what do you think about this person, this, that, and the third, just asking questions like that. Um, we definitely talk about um, children. He wants his boy, and I think after he had his boy, he's out the game. <laughs> but I want twins, so it's kind of like, we're gonna have to do some compromising about how many kids or if I do have twins, but we definitely talk about the right steps to have children because I am totally against it before marriage. <laughs> so it's just like, I'm just really trying to break the cycle of where I come from um, because a lot of people around me, you know, and just my upbringing was not around like, you know, mom and dad being around it's more like okay i'm gonna go drop my son off to his dad's house it's like why ain't the dad there already it's kind of like i just want to be different from my upbringing and just my my background of my um biological family um so it has to be in marriage in a union um it's, it has to be something that's discussed prior um but I mean, I, I said three, so with with twins in one, so, and I think he just want a boy, and he's done. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I'd say I'm, I'd be done, but I think I'm more so like, because of like past situations, I'm open to having kids. I do want a, a boy, but I want like a, I want like a, a somewhat big family, but now like based on like things that like happened in the past, it's more so like making sure like if we gonna have a kid like, like like I'm doing it by myself right now like I don't want to do that no more <laughs> so like going forward like she said marriage like you don't technically like I want all of that like but as long as like as long as I'm not doing it on my own like I don't want to be raising another kid in a broken home again like that I'd rather just not have a kid if that's if that's gonna be like 
a strong possibility. Yeah, it's in my first relationship. So being 33, I realized that I'm gonna be a stepdaddy. So, uh, I already know that the chances of me being a stepdaddy is gonna be that, but, cause a lot of y'all got kids. But anyway, um, it's, it's something that I am enjoying. Um, like I said, you know, I'm a, I'm a male man. I grew up in a crib with my father. Uh, and we take care, we take care of our folks. You know what I mean? So me even entering a relationship with this woman, although she said she was okay with it. Um, I don't know if you're okay with me saying this. I asked her for her daughter's number, and I called her daughter and asked her daughter would she be okay with me being her uh, mother's boyfriend. I'm very impressed by that. That actually was like a major point for me. There was no hesitation for me because him and my daughter had several conversations, several interactions. We done hung out and everything, so when he asked me for it, I was okay with getting it. And... I was very curious as what what was gonna transpire though. So I had talked to my daughter and she was like, he just asked me if he was okay with y'all being in a relationship. And I think she even liked it, the fact that he included her in that decision. And she was okay with it. She, she likes him a lot. And she's okay with our, and open to our relationship. I mean, like that's gonna be a huge part because you know, if, if this progresses the way we want it to, like, that's going to be a huge, you know, part of, you know, you know, me too. So I definitely wanted to make sure that she's straight because, you know, I, you know, you see that and you see, I want her to, and her daughter to know that she's just as important to me as, you know, her mother is because, you know, I mean, as men, you know, we got to understand what we're taking on and you got to understand, like, you have to take on a woman with a kid and, you know, you know what role you're stepping into. So... If you're not ready for that, don't play with it. Uh, uh, especially because she's, what, 13? Mm -hmm. So a lot of things that I do, I'm exhibiting and wanting to do things, you know, so she can see how she should be treated when she gets older. You know what I mean? Um, uh, how I treat her mother, uh, you know, the things that we do, you know. Uh, I'm doing that. Because somewhere in the back of my head, I'm knowing that she is, you know, she's she's watching, and that's and that's good. That's good. I only I I say that because just a baby mama drama. You know, it's just so much extra that you just don't want to deal with. And I would not say that. I would never be open to it. Like if Marcus had a child. I would assess the situation because I don't like drama. I'm not going to deal with your baby mama that's not over you, that's going to cause havoc within our household all the time and I have to keep going to this certain level with her and we fighting and I'm not doing that. I got a career, I got a mindset, I know what I want and if this person not over you and you have not ended that situation and deaded that situation, that's something you need to deal with before you come to me. 
So that's no, I'm just saying in general, you don't have no kids. So. Right. When you when you born <laughs> But that was my whole mindset. Um it was it was a major, major turn on for me for Marcus to not have any children. Um it it it, it simply was. <laughs> You no, know, it's crazy because I even, you know, for a long time, I didn't want to date a woman that had kids. Um, I, I, I didn't. I, but when I, you know, look at, you know, uh, what I can be and who I can be for someone that's in that position, you know, I take pride in being able to, you know, you know, be there, you know what I mean? Yeah. Even, you know, the same male that I would be for my own kids, I can I can be that still, you know what I mean? Uh, and, you know, we kind of got to stop, you know, looking at it, you know, things like that. You know, I know even, you know, Crystal, even though she like, oh, he ain't had no kids, he was turned on. Um, but, you know, her being her motherly self, and I think a lot of the, the reasons why, you know, I'm down her like that is because I see just those qualities of a mother, because I want more children. She better have, but I want more children, and like you look for those qualities in a woman. Um, so that's why I know, like, it's single women who like a guy with kids, and they like they love to see fathers be fathers without the drama. You know what I'm saying? Without the drama, but they love to see that because it's like that's the type of man I want to father my children, or or vice versa. So. Um, I was raised by like a bunch of women, so like I always got to hear like what they felt like a dude shouldn't be. So like I just prided myself on like soaking that up from the jump. So like uh, I tell her, but I try and be like like I don't give her like the the huxtable version. I give her like the real life version. So like so that she can understand, you know what I'm saying? Like how the game is. Um, but yeah, I tell her like give her the. Uh, I try to give her as more, like, she's a little, like, headstrong, too, so, like, uh, she feel like, like, we all teenagers, they feel like they got the answers, too, but in the back of your head, they got the wisdom that you gave her, so I just tell her, like, how guys are, like, how the majority of guys are that would be in her, like, age group or whatever, I tell her how, like, what interest looks like, what, uh, what legit interests look like, and what, like, the opposite of that is, um, what to look for in a guy and how he carry himself and like how he not only like just treat women but like how he talk about women that are supposedly important to him like you know um his friends like like i don't go too deep into it just go like i just try and give her like what to expect and like what to look out for and what certain gestures mean and you know what i'm saying like the what like uh don't underestimate effort or like look for effort, you know what I mean? Because a lot of guys just do stuff and it's like, they're not really trying, but it looked like they saying they're trying. <laughs> okay, so recently Michael came to me and he yeah. told me he, um, he wants to show our girls how a man is supposed to treat them, not just by seeing how we interact. He wants to actually like take them on a date. So he has this idea where he's gonna like take them out on a date and show them like, what a date, how a date should go, so he can know, the kids can know, like, what to expect. So, age is 16, and then our smallest daughter is three, so mm -hmm. I plan on taking them on a date. So, 
I want them to like go get their nails done and their hair done and get an outfit. And so like she, them knowing like they're preparing to get go on a date. And then I want to take them somewhere nice and just to show them like how a date is supposed to go. Like, cause I asked my daughter like, what's the perfect date for you? Like, like where would you go? She's like, I don't know. Like maybe Applebee's. Like, like I taught you better than that. Like nothing's wrong with Applebee's, but if a man is trying to impress you, I think I feel like my daughter deserves more than that. But now but I, I, can't think- say, I can't say that because like when we got together I didn't I didn't have it. Right. So Applebee's would have been you because know we my did like two for twenty. <laughs> we did. Lucky we did. So it's like I can't I can't say that you know, Applebee's is a, a step down, but I just want her to know like it's more out there than Applebee's, like you have to think beyond that. So, so that's my plan. I I think I want to do it before Valentine's Day. And then you also wanted to take Michael out too. So we can't forget we got a middle child, Michael. So yeah. we got age of sixteen. Michael is eight, going on nine, and then um, Madison is three. So. We're balancing like at each stage of like parenting right now. So I'm kind of teaching him how to treat a woman. Um, he asked me a ton of questions about women and how like like how do mama feel about this or how do so while I'm taking them on a date, they're gonna do their date. But I wanna while they're getting ready, I wanna teach him how to date a woman. So when it's time for him to take her on a date. He got to pull out the chair and take her somewhere nice and I'm going to have him some money so he can pay for the date and so he can get an idea of what it's like to really be a man. I feel like recently when Michael said we had a breakthrough, we were, not that we weren't going to make it, but we were both like being stubborn, like, and that's why we say like communication is so important. It's like, Things were going through my head, and I'm thinking like, oh, well, if that's how he feels, then I'm just going to fall back. And he thinking like, oh, she acting funny, so like, I'm going to act a certain type of way rather than us just coming and talking to me like, oh, I didn't understand that's how you felt. And just having like an open and honest communication, like we could have avoided like all these crazy thoughts in our heads like for me like it'd be one thing and in my head it'd be like but maybe he did that because like he liked somebody or maybe he really ain't want to play basketball like and it was none of that like, <laughs> i thought we was not not um i didn't think we needed a breakthrough but once we had it i was like like it was like an aha moment for right. me like, like damn like we so much better than right we we were or even better than I thought we were. So it's like, I feel like we kind of made a, a huge jump when we figured out what the issue was and then we figured out your love language changed, mine right. changed, and then we just focused on that and ever since then it's been nothing but up for us. Yeah, we back in honeymoon. Once we started talking, like I, we figured out it was just the fact that we weren't focusing on how she needed to be loved versus how I needed to be loved. I was loving her like I wanted to be loved, which, you know, didn't work for us. Yeah. So after that, it was just like a aha. That's the aha moment. So she just started telling me like, like, I want this, I want this, I'm, I need you to do this. I'm like, 
she like, so I know that you're here for me. Like, I need you to do this, this, and this. So I'm like. Because I'm like, when we first got together, like, my thing was, like, quality time, touch, and I think um, it might have been words of affirmation, acts yeah. of service, and then gifts. Like, I don't care about gifts. Like, you could say the gifts. I'd rather if you do something nice for me, like, if he came home and ran a bubble bath and put candles up, I'm like, oh, like, that is so nice. If he washed the dishes, I'm like, oh, boy, I love you. Like, you wash the dishes? Like, like that's my love language now. Whereas back in the days, it's like, okay, like, love on me, rub me down. But I was younger then, too, and I didn't have as many kids and responsibilities. So now, like, after all that loving and touching from my original love language, now, like, I need some help. So if you can show me, like, you helping me and you still attracted to me, like, that's my love language and that's what gets me going. So once we were able to just understand each other again and get on like I think it's again it's just all about communication and sometimes you have to press that reset button and say like okay wait a minute pause like I'm not there no more and people change like and that's the beauty of life is like you grow you develop and you evolve and I think sometimes people grow apart because they're not taking that time to say like okay wait a minute like I still love you I'm still me but this is what I like now. If I take a load, half the load off of you, then it's more likely a chance that you're willing to feel sexy. Like, I ain't so tired. Right. And we don't think like that as men until somebody tells you that. Besides that, you like... like it's expected of you. Like, it's almost like... You just go through the motion and it's like, you feel like you're expected to do it, but it's just like... I'm so tired. Like, I don't, I don't want to do nothing because I was at work just like you was. I came home, I cooked, like, we helping kids with the homework, like, you just want to relax, so, him helping is, like, that goes, like, a long way. Look at the magic happening, girl, the feeling is great, and I'm loving it, hey, we got the magic happening. Relationship Goals, the podcast, is a Full Circle Television production. Relationship Goals, the podcast, was recorded in Everyday Media Studios in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Our audio engineer is Dooch, and our executive producers are Marcus and Kayla Lewis-Allen. Don't forget, if you're only listening to the podcast, there's so much more to see on FullCircleTelevision.com. Log on to experience Relationship Goals, the series, in a whole new way. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Full Circle Television. Peace, y'all.